0: and we're live we are good to go what's going on bruv ah uh, not much sipping a beverage real quick um yeah um life is good man can't complain getting situated here just had my first move for the day, and it is now four o'clock. So, <laughs> <laughs> kind of gives you an idea of how my day is going. Yep. But yeah, to another edition of the Isaac Boys Podcast. Excited to do these for you guys. Um, we're developing quite a quite a following, actually. We yep. kind of covered it last time, but yeah, we got people over in uh, other parts of the world. You're right. It's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, today we're gonna <clears throat> well, let's probably start off with the the fights since that's the most recent thing, and then we're gonna get into some other stuff. Um, UFC last weekend had a, a bit of an interesting card. It was their first time doing the a, the um, fights in the Apex um, mm-hmm. Center, which is the kind of the uh, arena that they build yeah. for like the Contender Series and stuff like that. But now they're using it for. Actual fights, actual fights, and I think they say indefinitely. This is where all the Vegas fights are going to be until things open up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good thing. I, I like. I mean, I like the format. I'm, I'm already familiar with the format that they had because they kind of use the same contender series format, which I find you know it, it works. You know, I mean, if if the world never gets back normal, this is how you could do fights, and I would be I'd be okay with it. Mm. I have no problem. You know, I mean, obviously, we want the world to get back normal, and they need the world to get back normal to to recoup recoup some of the money you know they're losing um the format wasn't bad I, I did like the you know how they did the interviews and everything my only challenge with it is the octagon size yeah the octagon is smaller but it's only about like five feet it's not they're using the smaller octagon guys uh, for those that don't know there's two octagon sizes that they that the um ufc uses ones are like a 25 foot ones are 30 foot mm-hmm. the 30 foot's usually for like all the pay-per-views yeah um the twenty five is usually for like the smaller cards and stuff like that. Uh my challenge with with the whole small cage thing is it's kinda For some reason that they don't make a big enough deal about it, in my opinion. Cause if if you look at how for example, like I, I heard like fighters didn't know they were fighting in in a small cage until like that week. Mm. This is after balls agreements were already signed and everything, so they didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. I think something like that should be more known. Yeah. One. In, in that respect, yes. And two, I, I think I prefer, you know, the titles, fights of that in the bigger cage. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're used to. That's what we're used to, you know. So, for those reasons, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they're ever going to put the bigger cage in there, like break down the smoke and put the big cage in there. Um, I did see in the interview Dana White, I kind of mentioned that, you know, the bigger cage, like, it looks huge in there and it takes up a lot of space. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm guessing he's against it. But, like, for for example, this weekend is a an Man and Nuna's fight. Um, I don't know how I would be seeing that fight in the smaller cage. But, I mean, maybe I'm looking too much into it. I mean, I think most people don't even notice. Like, most casual fans wouldn't even notice the difference in sizes. True. So it's like, you know... I'm sure fighters notice. I'm sure fighters notice, too. But to me, if if, if the fighters aren't complaining about it, then... Who are we, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anywho. Um, but yeah, um, the format and everything was good, though. I, I did like, you know, how they did the interviews, like, kind of after. It's not everything is done in the cage. They kind of get the, the fighters out of the cage, that way they can prepare for the next fight. And, you know, did notice, like, you know, them sanitizing the cage mm-hmm. a lot more so than they usually do, which is, you know, good to see and everything. And the fights were were, were pretty interesting. I mean, there were some notable ones on the prelims that were were, were kind of cool. Um, for those that are familiar with um, Valentina mm-hmm. her her sister fought on the the prelims Yep, which was uh, pretty interesting also um, Smoko yeah uh, Louis Smoko I, mean, I, I was you know, he, he's been in UFC for a long time he's he, been gone he's come back he got out glass this way. he got destroyed unfortunately You're not, I mean I wouldn't say destroyed he, he got beat he got hit me but I mean, it was it wasn't Comparative, in my opinion. I mean, it, it kind of was, but it, it wasn't really. Yeah, it was. I was actually surprised because I was actually rooting for him. Rooting for him, but, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Other fight, um, Gutierrez. I was the guy that did um the leg kicks. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was mm.
1: quite I mean, interesting.
0: Honestly, the, the guy he was fighting, you could tell. I mean, it was it was a prelim, so you could tell that guy was kind of like kind of thrown in there yeah. against the wolves, Morales. Yeah, because his, his record doesn't even is not even a great record, so it's like. They needed somebody to fight, and he, you know he unfortunately signed up on the dotted line. But oh man, he—I I think now he understands what it takes to be in the big leagues. <laughs> and I, I don't know. He—he he didn't seem like somebody that had the heart to to do what he was dealing with, in my opinion. I mean, he—he he tried. I'm not—I'm not—I'm not, I'm not trying to question his his tenacity or his heart or anything, but he got, you, you could tell he was outclassed. It, it was, he didn't know how to deal with it. He didn't know how to deal with it. It, it was like I don't know, like maybe, maybe people. Oh, looking at it, maybe not noticed, but I, I felt that he was, comp- like, it was, like, thrown in, like, if, if I was to go and fight, you know, a UFC fighter. And even though I have, you know, mixed martial arts a background, I have some, you know, it's like, there's no way I'm prepared for that. And I, I when I was looking at the fight, I felt like, I felt that for him, like, damn, it was, like, he kind of, I felt like he was thrown, I don't. I hope he got a good payday out of it, because it kind of felt like he was thrown against the Wolves. And it was completely outclassed. It's not like, I mean, I mean, he was trying, it's not like he wasn't trying, mm-hmm. and he wasn't doing his thing, but... Yeah, you know, those low calf kicks—you you can't take too much of those, and he took a lot of them on both legs. So and maybe I'm not giving him enough credit. The, maybe, uh, he's a lot better than I'm giving him credit for, but he—he he got destroyed regardless. The fight ended because the guy just couldn't stand up anymore. Mm-hmm. That's something you don't see too often, but oh, it's always fun to see. Always fun to see. Um, you know what I like about fights getting stopped by leg kick as opposed to people getting knocked out. It's like it doesn't it doesn't affect their cognitive, you know. Mm. So it's like, yeah, you lost the fight, you know, but you could still you still maintain a lot of your brain function. True. So it's like I I, I prefer to see fights end that way because one you you rarely see it, so it's, it's always fun to see something that you rarely see, and two it's you know it's it's painful to watch. So it's like it's it's I don't know I, I enjoy watching fights get stopped by leg kicks. And the Tim Elliott fight was kind of interesting one too as well hmm i'm very competitive um <clears> there's <throat> other guy um hill There's the black guy that fought um aburu remember, remember, yeah hill mm-hmm. it's some i'm keeping my eye on him he yeah he's a he's from the contenders He was right mm-hmm. yeah he i don't know he, he has a, a bit of a confidence to him and his hands are his hands are really good hands are pretty solid even Holly uh, Berry took notice. <laughs> which, yeah, which for him, I was like, Yeah, good for you, man. Boy, I, I would be in MDMs. DMs. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, during the interview, um, Cormier was, um, when Cormier was talking to him, you know, I have the little, I in the UFC now, they have the little, uh, yeah, little Twitter, the little Twitter feed on the left. Mm-hmm. And Cormier was like, Hey, like, you know, Hollyberry, you know, tweeted about him, saying he's a real deal. And stuff. I was like, Damn, good for you, dude. I'm like, Yeah, shit, sure you're much of a real deal. <laughs> Um, Rodriguez versus Green, um, pretty back and forth fight, um, kind of interesting. Oh, definitely, f- yes, yeah. yes, I, I like that fight because, guy won with fundamentals. Yeah, I, I felt like he, he, that Rodriguez fights like how I would fight if I was at that level. Just a lot of, you know, punches straight down the pipe, one-twos, accurate, f- um, punches. And he did throw some leg kicks with he our player. He threw some leg kicks, mm-hmm. you know. All techniques. Uh, he threw pretty much all the techniques. I like to see thrown. He had good head movement. He had good defense. You know, he he did take some shots, but he was delivering most of the the, the heavy shots mm-hmm. and the more accurate shots. And it was an, it was a nice war, but you could see one man was more accurate. I would say. Definitely. And I think Green they said took it on a short notice, so that that's probably you know played a factor. Played a factor. But man, Rodriguez was was throwing some accurate one twos down the pipe. He was throwing some hook, he was throwing some hooks in there to mix it up. Um, but a lot of the accurate shots was uh, the jabs and the and the crosses. Those were those were coming in pretty pretty accurately. Yeah. And, uh Chicagan fought against Valentina's sister, mm-hmm. which it was unfortunately not that competitive. It was a one-sided beatdown. And I love Chikagin's Walkout song too because it's something you wouldn't expect. I wouldn't expect from her. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, people that know her probably knows that side of her. But yeah, she came out to wear the hood at from DMX. From DMX, it was like, and this, this is a blonde white girl. Yeah, her, her, her name is a blonde. Her her nickname is a blonde fighter, right? A I think blonde so. warrior or something. like that. Something along like that Yeah, this is a you know blonde white girl coming out to DMX. I thought it was awesome, and she lived up to it. She delivered. She just beat the brakes off of. Um, Valentino. Chevchenko's uh, sister. Not Valentina, um, yeah. Um I forgot her first name. So I apologize to her. Yeah, well, definitely I don't know if she could do that to Valentina I mean, Valentina already beat her, but Yeah. So you But you, she proved that she, she 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 you know she is the number she was the number one contender and she proved that she belongs up there. hmm hundred percent. Then um Mackenzie Dern, um fight. Yeah, that was a good fight. I mean she I mean Mackenzie Cyphers well at first it looked like Cyphers was getting the best of her on the feet she was and she was doing her thing but uh, Cyphers made the stupid mistake she didn't like the fight went down and she didn't back up she, she went down. There. she stayed in, in the Mackenzie Dern's realm like why would like I don't know Like, as a corner man you wouldn't tell her like what are you doing back up or maybe they were I don't know but she had no she had no business being there Zero. Stayed, she stayed there too long. I mean she stayed there too she, long. She had a chance to win the fight, but she stayed down there too long and ultimately got submitted. Uh, yeah. A nice knee bar. Yeah, something and that was the first leg lock win in UFC women's history. Mm-hmm. But between all divisions, so good for her. It's good to be the first. Mm-hmm. Then of course, your boy Weaver. Yeah. Versus uh Roberts. Great fight Um Roberts Also from the Canada series Clearly The better fighter In my opinion Mm -hmm. I I love Brock Weaver And I want to I want to see him Do big things Um He has two bumps In the road I mean He won this first First fight Um Second fight He lost this one You know But I I still consider The first one To be a bump in the road Because it was like It wasn't Yeah It wasn't A performance that uh, That we expected To see from him Um and this fight He missed weight On top of losing Which is never a good thing In the UFC's eyes And I felt like um, What's his name Rob Roberts was in his head mm-hmm. They were kind of Jabbering at each other And stuff like that and and he, he was clearly in his head like I saw like We were fighting like Like a Like all technique Was all the, the way. He wasn't He wasn't fighting like a, a Trained fighter in my opinion he was just trying to brawl with him. Just kind of trying to brawl with him, which was like, I mean, I mean, he he does have more of a brawl style, but against someone like Roberts, it just wasn't working. I, I think it yeah. if Brock River wants to be somebody in UFC, I think he he might it might be time to trade trade like go to a different camp or or work on what needs to be worked on because he's not against the upper echelon fighters. It's not going to work his style. Yeah. And he, he, that could be attributed to you know Robert's being in his head, mm. but Robert's was, but outside of you know we were looking bad. Roberts was looking great, phenomenal. He looked like he looked like a world beater. He looked mm-hmm. like he looked like where he's ranked right, right now. He doesn't belong. He he's definitely gonna fly up pretty quick. He's gonna be top ten pretty quick, I think. He's definitely showing that he is a top ten fighter. Definitely belongs up there, and good for him because I mean he definitely has the skills. To, to be he or, has the skills he has a he has a personality too yeah uh, apparently I think a little bit of his background they were saying like his mother left him when he was very young mm. you know so he, he, he's he been to some hard times he has a bit of a chip on the shoulder yeah I think she like she gave him money and said she, she told him she was going to come back and she just never came back damn so you know, that's, that's, you know he, he's he been through the rough times now look at him now he's you know he's, he's on his way of being a star good for him then there was our other fight. Um, very weird fight. Both well, guys' names are tough to pronounce. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, Carl... I know, I know Carlisle... The, 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 I know the guy's name is the Ginger... Mm. The Ginger Warrior or something? Ginger? Ginger something. No, the... the Apex Ginger or something. Like that. Alpha Ginger. Alpha Ginger. Very weird guy. He has a lot of energy. He, he has can, a... He could be a star. He has a personality. He, he, he does. I see him like a... Like a, a Clay Guida type. Yeah. He has that, that High time High energy. Around. One issue is like... I, I, I shouldn't compare him to Clay Guida Because Clay Greta has is disease. legendary to have a, having cardio, cardio, cardio for water. days. This guy, not so much. He burned out. He burned out. Pretty much in the first round. Because he, he was expending so much energy. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you know you can get the guy out of there. Mm-hmm. When that When that doesn't, when he, that doesn't happen... You gotta figure out what you're gonna do next. He What's started it? the fight with a front kick to the face, mm-hmm. which you rarely see, and it was very entertaining. And he had that high energy style, but he, I mean, skills wise, he's, he has energy, but I think he, he can work on some skills. Um, He also made a very uh, very rookie mistake. Yeah, I think When he, he heard th- the clappers, he, he turned around and thought the round was over. But the mm-hmm. clappers come before the bell, it's which 10 is seconds, yeah, so he had a seconds. whole other 10 seconds. So he completely turned around Turned his back And got and paid for it In that 10 seconds He paid for it yep. <laughs> Just like You you, you never see that I've never seen that In the UFC mm-hmm. um, I've seen it on boxing Like a few times But it, it was just so strange to see Threw me off But yeah I mean Yeah he was For the for, for his, I mean, he, he did end up losing The fight Guy, He started Hot in the first round And clearly won the first round second round you could see him start to slow down but he was still he was still toughing it out like he was still in there mm-hmm. on the third round he was completely gassed um, all the judges gave him the first round and we gave him the, they said he lost the last two which is true I couldn't argue with it mm-hmm. one thing I will say about being in Vegas versus Jacksonville the judging is a lot better obviously <laughs> <laughs> I felt like a lot of the decisions went the right way yeah or on point yeah and even off versus Sakai? Um, criticism I would give is like, this is like your typical heavyweight fight that you don't want to watch, in my opinion. Ones that just don't finish in the first or second round and it's just but, going on. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with a fight not finishing the first or second round. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. But there's, there's, there's this problem with a lot of heavyweights where they just... They rely too much on their power and they think you know, I'm a I'm heavyweight that I could knock everybody out, and like when that doesn't happen, and that's all you have to offer is like, I mean, Sakai does have does have jujitsu. I'll give him that, but the fight was just long and boring, in my opinion. Sorry to say, but it was just. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I was actually surprised. I mean, even off it is ranked pretty high, but I was surprised I put other cool in. Yeah, honestly, yes. This is a fight that. I feel the, Ch- the Chukagan fight could have been a co or higher up on the card, as opposed to this one. But... I mean, they put it as the prelims, uh, the, the main event for the prelims, but they should, yeah, it the co- they should have put it for the co main Yeah. I mean, this... Hell, put the Brock Weaver fight as a co-man, even. I mean, <laughs> in, in retrospect now, yes, but... Yeah, it was just not a good fight, in my opinion. Um, Sakai ended up winning, but... It was like well, I, It was a good time For an, for an intermission In my opinion Yeah And then of course The main event We had Tyron Woodley Versus Gilbert Burns. Burns And Gilbert Burns Like we spoke about Last week You know Tyron has his, his Way of fighting Where you know He's I don't know He falls into this Not pushing action Kind of Like his last Three fights Have kind of been the same More than three I mean. fights Actually, yeah, it's a little bit more. It's I, been going on a while since um, I first started seeing it when he started fighting um. Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy, mm-hmm. that's when you first saw signs of it. Cause that's when you, that's, that's when you saw. I think that that, that was when you saw the the height of it, really, in, in my opinion. Because it was like, I think there was rounds when in the end fight with like no punches thrown, just no standing watching each other. Yeah, and it was terrible. But he still, he still, he still has that style. I don't know what it is, mentally, that has him. I think he wants to look at himself as a counterfighter, but in my opinion, I hate counterfighters. I, I, counter I understand you need to implement counterfighting in your style, but that shouldn't be your only style. You have to understand that you have to, have to initiate some offense at some point. Mm-hmm. Like Mashida had got criticized for being boring too because he was, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, a counterfighter. And then, you know, he made the adjustments. He started being, you know, more aggressive. <laughs> he was great. Sometimes he paid for some of those, mm-hmm. but which is it's a game that's the way the game will be played but yeah Tyron Woodley did not uh, live did. up to expectations and you know all this talk about him going to Thailand and stuff I was looking for a much better Tyron Woodley not the yeah. same old nonsense but you and me both I was actually hyped not to mention to me he looks smaller I was actually surprised Burns was actually bigger than him Burns was bigger than Tyron Woodley I'm like what the heck is happening here I, I I I don't know. I I, I question his I question him want to be a fighter. I think I did it last week too, but I think I, I definitely do it now for sure. Dude, does he still want? I don't think he still has the drive to still want to be a champion. I don't know. I, I'm not seeing that in him. Like usually, Tyron Woodley is much bigger. You know, and you can see that he obviously he's putting that work. And I'm not saying he didn't put in the work in this one. I'm not. I'm not. You know, saying that. But like there's a certain intensity that he used to have that he does not have and it's not just showing in his his fine stab but it's also showing in his body i feel yeah. that's just me you know <clears throat> judging and being critical but he does he, he doesn't seem like he wants to be he doesn't feel like he wants to be a champion again like like that that fighting that way is not it's not going to win you everything and he he talked himself up too you know he, he gave himself all the hype and everything like and i i was eating it up i, I was buying into it but Gilbert Gilbert Burns was not having any of it. Gilbert Burns is uh, <laughs> a a, fight, a people's fighter. He not only does he fight like he wants to be champion, but he 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 fights like people want. Like you want a fighter to fight. He's gonna be in your face. He's gonna apply offense. He's gonna apply defense. He, he's gonna counterfeit. He's gonna do everything. He's gonna he's gonna do what it takes to win the fight. And if he has to, he can take you down. He's a world class jiu jitsu fighter. World class. So he 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 he's a, he's a perfect all around fighter. Exactly what you want out of your fighter is Gilbert Burns. And it was just a one sided beat down start to finish. Like Tarron Woodley did not win a minute in that round. No. In that whole All fight. all rounds it was fifties across the board. Gilbert won every round. That's like well, that, that shouldn't that, that second time that happened to Taron Woodley. Then that shouldn't be. Cause when he when he fought um, um yeah, won, it, was same, it was the same is the same thing. Last and Saturday. that shouldn't be like if you as a fighter in there and you like what are you winning losing however if you are a champion and you want to defend your belt or you want to win a belt, you have to like say like nah I ain't gonna stand up you beat me like, like even if he went on and the shield like, he, he come out aggressive and he get knocked out that's part of the game we I would I would understand I'd be like okay you know he, 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 he you know he came out aggressive and he lost mm-hmm. you know Maybe he needs to dial it back. Maybe he needs to apply a different type of defense. Whatever, whatever. But to say you can just stay back and just take blows. Take blows the whole fight? He's on his back foot for the whole fight. And not to mention that he got a very bad cut pretty early on. And Ma- Kev- maybe that got into his head? Uh, but maybe, but uh, when, you, when you look at his body of work, is it's the same. It's violent. the same. So like you can't, I don't know, you can't use as excuse. I, I can't use excuse. I only thought they're gonna stop the fight for the cut. It was a pretty bad cut. He had an excellent cut, man. Because that cut was not leaking as I, bad as you know. Body. I'll give Gilbert his due. Gilbert didn't even attack the cut like you, a fighter should do to to, to get a fight to, to stop. get a fight get a fight stop. Gilbert didn't even coast at the, at the last two rounds. Even you though you know you won the first three, he, just, he just, just kept going, kept going all the way through. I showed that he had the cardio for five rounds. Yeah, he, he said that's what he wanted. To. He wanted to show people that he, he could go, he could do five rounds, and he, he did show it. He was in there entire fight, and he was intense the entire fight too. So he, he he definitely knew he definitely knew he could do five rounds, and he definitely paced himself right in terms of like action all the way through, but at his pace. Mm. One thing people are like: once you fighting at your pace, you can do that all day. You could do that all day. Cause you know when to be aggressive, when to back it up, take a breath, when to be aggressive, you know. And if the other person isn't offering anything, then you could, you could literally he could do that for 30 rounds. You know what I mean? It's like he fight at his pace. It's up to you to take them out of that rhythm, and 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 tire him down, make him feel some pressure. Like if Tyrone attempted takedowns, if Tyrone, you know, be more aggressive on him, maybe he wouldn't last the whole five rounds. But if he fight at his pace the whole time? You do that all day, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Woodley just needs to reevaluate whether he wants to do this or not. I saw an interview with him after, and he's saying he's you know, he's at peace with the loss, you know, blah blah. Like, he's he's like, he's surprised how at how at peace he is with it, and blah blah. I'm like, whatever, like, okay. I mean, yeah, you're at peace with it, but do, do you want to continue? I don't know. I think he I think he had his time. He won the belt, you know, he defended it. He's done what there is to be done. Yeah. It's time well, to move on. Like, well, all you going to do is take more damage for no reason. He is 47, too, as well. 47? Sorry, 37. Well, I didn't like it. No, he's not that old. Well, yeah, I mean, he's he's old in terms of fight age at 37. Yeah, it's just time to hang it up, dude. Just don't worry about it. You did it. You're in the record. You're you're in the UFC history books. You're a champion. Mm. You've done it. You're yeah. not you're not gonna go down as the greatest welterweight, but you're you're you you at least you've done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's okay. One one thing I would say this whole pandemic thing, it's, it it has been good to Gilbert Burns. This is now his second time fighting during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the only fighters that fought you know that. He's 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 taking advantage of it. Yeah, and it's the nice next thing about Gilbert Burns. He said he literally said like. Obviously, he's been the number of contender. He, he he deserved the title shot, but he says like if they if they don't give it to him. He'll fight anybody. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. He's ready to fight the next two weeks. Like he said, you know, there's a card two weeks from now. Put him on. He's he's fine. And, and that that's what you want to see. Not only from like your fighters, but your number one contender. Your, 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 your champion. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, Gilbert Burns, I mean, I always, I always knew of him and always, um, knew he was a good fighter, but I think he definitely, he got an A in my book. To me, he, he, to me, is a modern day, um, Dos Anjos. Mm. Yeah, I remember back in the day, Dos Anjos was that. You know, because they're world-class jiu-jitsu guys, but now they have stand-up and like knocking everybody out and destroying people with their hands you know that's what Gilbert Burns reminds me of mm-hmm. so yeah I, I want to see him go all the way but the interesting thing though is his teammate is the champion that's the next thing that is yet to be so, discussed so uh, his uh, teammate in is a division that's already stacked I mean this division yeah, you gotta keep in mind Kumar Usman is the champion you have Leon Edwards, I was a quote-unquote former number one contender. Number one contender, but because he's stuck in England, he can't... Can't fight, can't do anything. So, he, and him am taking a backseat on most of this, unfortunately. Unfortunately, he can't do much. Also had, um... Masvidal. Ma, Jorge Masvidal in there. The who's the BMF champ? Who's the BMF champion, which it, it, people say it's not a belt. It's a belt. The man has a belt. He's a champion. <laughs> BMF champion. Whether it's a people belt or whatever... Mm-hmm. It's about in that same division. Who's you know been on a tear also in that division, mm-hmm. so you can't even say that he doesn't even deserve a title shot. But exactly. he uh, three months ago was you know people were looking at him like, hey, you know what? Mm, this is the world beater. Yeah. This is the guy. You also have Kobe Covington, Kobe Covington in there, which just he, lost, just lost the title shot. But he's you know once you lose the title, he's still up there. In those yeah, he's still in the number one, number two or should be up there, up there as well you also have Conor McGregor bouncing up in there Conor McGregor comes and goes in that division when he so picks. you don't I, I wouldn't really rank him in that division to say he's but he has talked about getting a third belt so you never you never know mm-hmm. you, you gotta see more fights out of him to actually make a decision to see okay is he a 170 or is he yeah. mm-hmm. a 55 that just doesn't want to go with mm-hmm. and so then, and then you always have Nate that they always throw in there Nate's just also always in there as well in 170 so those are those are five or six names there that you could intermingle many different ways. Many different fights. Fight options. Because there's a lot of drama in between a lot of that too, of course. Yep. Of course, you have Masvidal and Kumar Usman have uh, beef. Mm-hmm. Masvidal and Kofi Covington has beef. They like to, real beef. Because they used to be roommates and other used to be teammates and other enemies. And then you still have, you know, Gilbert Burns and Usman who are also teammates. Who are teammates. So you have a lot of, like... A lot of... now. Yeah, Burns now, he to be the seventh name up there. So when you're looking at the top ten or so of the you know welterweight division. There's a because Woodley's in there. So because obviously if you're talking top ten, Woodley you know. Yes, Woodley. Yeah, Woodley is in there. But I, I gotta look at the uh, the standings and see what the top ten actually looks like. But it is just the who's who in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's guys that you could you could mix those guys up any different ways, and you can get so much good fights. Mm-hmm. And some of those guys have fought each other, but there's still a lot of mixing to go in there. So. I think the 170 is the most exciting division right now. There's a lot of moving parts there, so many moving parts. Just gotta wait and see what the UFC actually does. And they could do it. They could do a tournament style. I mean, it doesn't have to be a one-day tournament, but you know, yeah, I overall. Say, you know. That as that, that's as that's people think, the UFC works, but it's not necessarily. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But um, but yeah, and fight Island's supposed to be coming up real soon. So I we're actually going to get some um an update this week. So I'm looking forward to Fight Island uh, update. Finally see, you know, finally get some idea where where it's going to be or, or what it's actually going to look like or, or all that good stuff. But, yeah, everyone's excited about Fight Island. And when, once Fight Island comes into fruition, then the UFC is back where it's supposed to be as far as all their foreign fighters and everything. Mm-hmm. They can just do all the fights on Fight Island. They can bring all their foreign fighters in. So we can get, you know, Leon Edwards back in the mix and see, you know, see where he's mm-hmm. at. But, yeah. This a uh, exciting time to be a, a fight fan, definitely. Yeah. A lot of good fights and stuff coming up. Yeah, a lot to look forward to in the UFC, well. Um Oh, we also didn't mention, but... but well, Connor and Adam Silver apparently agreed to fight. They did, but... It's not going to... I don't think it's going to happen. I don't yeah. think it should happen either. It's not going to happen. They say, well... I think so, after tomorrow, after after Tuesday, we're going to we're gonna hear, I think, a lot yeah, more. Yeah, because that's when they do a lot of That's bro. when they do a lot of their matchmaking. Mm-hmm. And, to, like, you know, Tuesday, Wednesdays is when you hear a lot of fights coming out. So, I'm definitely looking forward to see because the, the 170 division needs it's their own... Ca- they need their own card. Can you imagine all those fighters on one card? It'd be it's superb. It'd be a great card. Honestly, but, like... Right now, the, the UFC is in, in a position where they... You know they can't have open gates so they're not they're not making that money. Stack up a stack up a pay per view card. Try to try to make some money. You know, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, because they, like, they're they're not using Conor McGregor because they want they want they want gate they want everything with him they, they, they want, want everything with him. You know, and I and I understand that, but you tell me you wouldn't get a high pay per view if you if you put Conor McGregor on a pay per view. They, they know they would, but they know that they'll be missing the gate. It's, 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 it's it's a business I, I get can it. see from their perspective because yeah you have this thing that once you put it out there it's going to generate money mm-hmm. but once you put it out there it risks it not able to produce for the rest of the year mm-hmm. You risk it not able to produce you know mm-hmm. as much as it would as if you probably wait a little bit longer mm-hmm. and, and so it can produce it's full Potential. to help you recoup mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of like eh. I think they're holding on to him for the first when things open up yes so that they could make back everything that they lost, or try to anyway. But we'll see. Um, we'll see how long Connor, you know, wants to wait out and stuff like that. But yeah, lots of talk. And then you have oh, they all forgot to mention. Well, not in the welterweight division, but apparently John, John Jones wants to give up his belt now. I feel like every week we're talking about John Jones. Yeah, but uh, he, he he stays relevant. Good for him. But um, yeah, him and um, Dana White. I think we touched on it a little bit last week. We did. they have been knocking heads now, and it looks like John Jones is like, you know what? Screw it, I'm, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that, and there's no, there's no meat behind it. You know, I think there over. is. I think there is meat behind it. Because like, he he, he one he he seems like he's sticking to it. And if you look at, I think I think Tuesday is is we're gonna find out. What's up? If he's actually stripped. Because I think, you know, all the back and forth is going on now. I think. Mm-hmm. Either betw- between the fight and Tuesday, the UFC, the UFC him and the UFC are going to talk it out. I think, I think eventually they're going to talk it out. Because mm. you know what? You know, was dealing with the fights and everything. Really the fights are now over. Mm-hmm. They're going back to making fights now. Here comes Tuesday. Hopefully they talk it out and they reach a, re- a resolution. Because it, it's getting pretty ugly. Mm-hmm. Others, you know, accusing each other of liars and all kinds of stuff just need to talk it out and see where the chips fall but I think unfortunately if Jones is sticking to his guns and him and Dana White can't see eye to eye I think Dana White going to try to pull a, a you know come over okay you, you quit well then fine I, if Dana White books a fight for that title that's it that's it because you yourself verbally because a lot of what happens in MMA is you know kind of you know, shaking on it for the most part mm-hmm. like people retiring people walking away from the sport that's, that's kind of done like You know Verbally mm. Before it's done Any other way so Look at this Once the hood retired mm. People Wasn't sure about it uh, then And then when Tuesday Rolled around And they like You sure? And I was like Yeah alright well, see Yeah we they booked booked, their fight, booked, so. booked the fight for the title So that's it I think similar things going to happen With John Jones They're gonna But Jones even tweeting Like yeah They should put Reyes And um, He mm-hmm. Even saying yeah Put him on for the belt Whatever he's done Whatever whatever I think think he is but I don't think he's been after Tuesday if that that fight gets booked then then you know what happens but it shouldn't it it doesn't even need to be like that it's just two guys with egos and egos get hurt but unfortunately I think Jones went about everything the wrong way I think so too like 100% you gotta understand understand what your position is you gotta understand what your position is and you gotta understand you know what you bring to the table and and where you fall and at one point, yes, he was, you know, if if this was around the time he won the belt, he was like the world beater, John Jones, before all this BS was happening. I don't think one, I don't think it'll play out the same way because UFC would have shut a lot of shit down and be like, you know, let's 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 talk about this, you know, let's 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 do this the right way. But the fact that they didn't even give, they didn't even granted him that, like, they're just like letting it play out the way it's playing out show you how much, how much respect that for you in a sense because mm-hmm. I'm sure like they're also tired of you you know what I mean and, and the stuff that uh, yeah not that yeah. like everyone including the UFC including fans have been pretty forgiven of Jon Jones mm-hmm. so John has to realize you know well we, we're accommodating you at this point because honestly speaking if this is any other sport you got see yeah he's been very fortunate in all of this and I don't think he realized that people don't care about him as much as, as as as, as they used to. Because honestly, like let, let's say let's say it's true. Let's say he stripped he stripped the belt. He don't want to fight no more. Bam. And they move on. And he goes on a promotion. Yeah, he will. People will watch. The first fight, he ain't gonna make as much money. Or maybe where the promotion will pay him a lot on in in, in the initial, you know. Mm-hmm. But in terms of pay per view numbers, all that stuff. People ain't People don't really care. And then you you'll see a stock drop slowly and slowly. Like 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 honestly like if if you think, if you look at Bellator, nobody nobody really cares about Bellator. Not to mention they're even fighting right they ain't even fighting right now. So it's like people used to care about Bellator less because of UFC and now people care about Bellator even less because there's no fights going on. I can't even name you a Bellator champion right now. You know what I mean? It's like, is. You're only as relevant as your your last fight, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. the longer you stay out the limelight, the longer like people just forget about you. And and UFC have, pr- have proven that there's no fighter bigger than them. Even like somebody like Conor McGregor. One of the only reason he have the kind of pull he has is because they know the money they can make off. Of him. But you better believe if if they get tired of Conor McGregor or whatever they, and they and they move on from him, eventually you can hear less about Conor McGregor and, he, and the UFC will move on, on him. Mm-hmm. UFC has proven time and time again that there's no stop beginning in the UFC yep and until you, you you realize that and fall in line you're only hurting yourself going up against them like yeah uh, everything they're doing yeah of course you know you, you can always feel you can always have your way you feel about it but you just have to understand how to fall in line and, and play the game as best you can mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's, it's the same as in a job situation It it it, it just is yeah. what it is if you're the one pulling all the strings, you, you have to understand how to play the game. Yep, no, you're falling, on, you know. Unfortunately, John Jones. Keep, keep proving it. But. John Jones has not. Has, has, he doesn't know how to play the game, yeah. unfortunately. You know, uh, His most recent post was, was him trying to stop um, protesters or whatever. I guess he. He's posting about him, like, preventing... I'm sure the whole... It could probably be all stage in my opinion. Honestly, I don't think it is. And we'll, we'll cover that when we're going to get to mm. that part of the mm. podcast. But let's take, let's take a quick little break. Um, we'll be back with some more IBPC. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions, ranging from a dollar to $10, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash v-i-v-n to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated. And we're back. We're back. Uh, we're just going into talking about you know, Jones breaking up uh, protesters. So we're going to kind of go into the, this whole um, current situation of the world um, kind of outside of the pandemic because the pandemic has been a bit of a tragedy and a bit, a bit of a, you know, thing that we're all dealing with. But now on top of that, it looks like we're dealing with a situation that's not, not a new situation. <laughs> it's not something new. By any stretch of the imagination. But it's just gotten to a point where people are fed up and of course yes we're talking about the death of yet another black African American male at the hands of uh, white police officers or non-black police officers because there was a nation there was multiple yeah Um, so so, yeah and not just the death but obviously the you know the unnecessary use of force um, you know and then of course the call of the call to action by everybody else for you know Trying to help hold them accountable. All these things developed into this what this state of where the world is today, and I guess we would be remiss if we won't say our sh- our share on it. um But well, first off, I'm gonna say, well, I'm gonna my piece as far as the the initial incident and everything, yeah. and then we're gonna kind of cover the riots and everything. But my thoughts initially, because I did see the video, and mm-hmm. I, I saw multiple videos actually, but. Mm-hmm. It was... It was kind of more of the same in a sense where... Because I, there's multiple videos like this, to be honest. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, obviously, they don't all end in death. Some do. Mm-hmm. But it was, you know, white cop who was, was apprehending a black suspect or whatever. And he was just showing no regard for his life. Yeah. And that's something you see more often than not, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they you know pretty much it's it's like they, they don't treat treat them like they're people. They're just like, you know what, mm-hmm. this is a bad thing. For, yeah. Not yeah. even a bad guy, this is a bad thing. Yeah. Let me let me get this bad thing apprehended and away from everybody else or, or whatever the situation mm-hmm. is. And of course they know that has his knee on his neck and everything and mm-hmm. the one video show, only shows the one cop, hands in pocket even, knee on knee on his uh on his neck. Mm-hmm. Um, which the position of the knee and everything obviously is cutting off the artery. The guy was having a hard time breathing. Not only breathing, but mm-hmm. the way the position of the knee was, he was having a hard time getting blood flow to his brain. Even, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't think realize. They, a lot of people think that oh, he, he couldn't breathe because the knee was on the neck. He, he could have breathed. He definitely could breathe because he could talk. Once he can talk, he can breathe. So that wasn't the issue. But the the position of the knee could could have stopped the the blood flow to the brain. And on top of that, you know which was not seen in the initial video was the other officers that were on top of him. There were other officers on his back. They were on his one back. One was on his back, one was on his legs, you and know, all these things attributed to a lot of stress, obviously, a lot of stress to the body, not only to his breathing, but to his heart cardiovascular, because, you know, if he is, you know, you're being arrested. So obviously, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of stress involved with that. So his, his heart rate's up and then you have all this pressure on your chest, on your heart, you know, it, it's tough. It, it's 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 tough. It's a lot of stress on you, and he said they said he had some some medical conditions that um, attributed to the death as well. But, yeah, all these things are not gonna help yeah. that situation. You know. And keep in mind, if you've ever done jiu-jitsu, you know what it's like when someone's on top of you, and it's just like and you want to like and you, that's the next thing people are like when somebody's on like when somebody's on top of you and you just want to you, get them off and you want to get them off, but in his case he couldn't. So I can only like, people don't understand that this man suffered. All the, all the way up to his death he suffered there's, mm-hmm. there's no it's probably one of the worst ways to de- it, 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 it's probably the closest thing you can come to drowning on land and like with the ability yeah. to breathe you know it's. It, 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 I can't, it was, I can't it's stress just, how uncomfortable that, that must have been before terrible terrible, terrible situation Um, but looking closely into it there's a lot there's, there's some things that that I find either odd or upsetting the the thing that I find upsetting, obviously, is the fact that obviously there were other police officers there and they either contributed or allowed it to happen. Mm-hmm. And granted, I, I know you know the police; they're gonna look after their own and everything. But at some point, one of those officers will be like, "Hey, yeah, you know, let's let's yeah, yeah, right, right. ease, that, ease, you know, ease up, ease up, ease up, ease up." You know, whatever the situation is, mm-hmm. even if it's just to appease, just to get the 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 crowd, because obviously what was happening was generating a crowd, mm-hmm. and. That, that's never a good situation, because if that crowd had turned violent, it would have been bad. Follow it would have been even cops. worse situation. Yeah. So even if it's just to for your own preservation. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Let me, let me just ease up. Let me just. The guys already are already in handcuffs, already apprehended. Yeah, I, I didn't understand like why not? Okay, if he's already arrested, he's already apprehended. They him, put him in the car and go with him. I didn't. I didn't understand that part of it. It was. It's like they were leg- legitimately snuffing him out. Yeah, it was like they were trying. I don't know. Because even if he was like, okay, let's say he was resistant, because we, we we don't have we don't have the initial part of the video. Okay, maybe he was resistant, maybe he wasn't. At that point, they, they they there is the resistant part is done. You already got him in handcuffs. Now it's just it's just time to get him on his feet, and get him in the car. There's more than enough officers to do that. I don't understand why 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 he was down there for that long. And like, part of me kind of feel like the cops were like. In their feelings, I was like, people like people telling you what to do, and so you can you do did, the opposite of what people are trying to tell you to do. I kind of feel a lot of that was going on because, like, why is he still down? Like, I don't I don't understand why he was down mm. there for that long. Yeah. It's like know. they were stuffing him out But another thing that I, I encourage everyone to go back and look at, and then there's also a video on this. If you look at the. Because after a while, you see in the video, you see like ambulance pull up and everything, and you see them. Mm-hmm. Another thing that upset me was the, the treatment of getting him, because you know once, I'm not an EMT, but I've seen EMTs do their job many a times, and I know once once someone is either in an accident or they're, they're not moving or whatever, there's a certain way that the EMT gets you on the gurney. There's a certain like, mm. protocol that they mm-hmm, do mm. you know, once they check your vitals and everything. Mm-hmm. There was none of that. So that was kind of odd. I was like, they just kind of haul him on there, right? Yeah, they just kind of lift him up, and his neck is all like, like hanging. And stuff yeah. like, you don't know if you had a broken neck. You know, usually they secure mm. your neck and everything. Secure your neck and everything. They yeah. slide you over, and then they take the 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 thing, and then they put it on the on the mm-hmm. gurney. There was none of that. They just kind of tossed him on, like it was a meat, like, like it was nothing. Which was which is very odd. I mean, I don't like to go into conspiracy theories and all that. Like the whole thing is, all, you know. Yeah, then there's also another thing that that will actually spark. I'm after to tell you, I'm sure he's gonna send you down a rabbit hole, but. The people that actually showed up from the ambulance actually weren't EMTs. How do you figure? What well, they're wearing. They weren't wearing... The, first of all, they all had on vests. They all had on police belts. These were more officers. Mm. Which is very strange. Mm. They, came out, they came out of the, the, the EMT bus and everything, mm. but they all had... Instead of the blue, they were wearing tan. They all had the police belts. Mm. And they all had on vests. EMTs don't wear vests. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that I found very strange. And this is not something I'm making up. It's not a conspiracy theory. If you look at the video again, this is actually in the video. Mm-hmm. The same video that we were all looking at. Which would explain why they put them on the ground the way they did, because they weren't trained to they do that. EMTs. So what happened there? Was this a this sort of division of the police that are now, quote-unquote, rescue that didn't do their job properly? Or was this just other police officers just cleaning up a bad situation? Or was this, you know, all some planned conspiracy that, you know... That don't, we don't know about. Yeah, we don't know about, you know. But I, I try not to... I try, really try not to go down rabbit holes on conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff because it's a never-ending cycle of punishment to yourself, in my opinion. Especially if, you, if it's stuff that's not... That one, you can't prove or two, you, can't, you have no control over. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't suggest anybody go down, you know, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. But at the same time, you do, you know, finding truth, there is something into finding truth. There's one thing with, you know, going on rabbit holes of conspiracy theories, and there's another thing of the true and true like, journalism, mm-hmm. actually documenting things. And, you know, mm-hmm. and if that's what you're into, by all means, have at it. But finding truth. But if you, if, if you are more concerned, if you have a preconceived yes. idea in your head of what you're looking for, then you're already doing the journalism wrong, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You have to go about things with a clean slate and, and try to find the facts. That being said, there's also a lot of odd things other than that that is now taking place. Because now there's a lot of rioting going on, a lot of protests, you know. And these things should happen. The protests should happen. You know, people do need to stand up, you know, you know. Black people are tired of being, you know, slaughtered. Yeah, and and, and that's another thing that upset me about the whole thing is that in order for justice to happen, like, people have to start riding. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be. And that kind of goes to show you the, the flawedness of the the system, I guess, if you will. Mm-hmm. The fact that, you know... I mean, yes, police officers, I, I get it. They have a tough job. And they try to err on the their side of their, you know, of caution as far as for them mm-hmm. going back home. Because mm-hmm. I have to officers that are friends. And they... The way they operate their job is that I'm going home. Mm-hmm. And Regardless I of what, at the end of the day, I'm going home, mm-hmm. and I I get it. It's a dangerous job. Yeah, it's a dangerous job. But at the same time, there has to be still some level of accountability. Yep. Because the fact mm-hmm. that this this thing was allowed to happen, and these guys were able to go home, no problem, mm-hmm. no arrest made, like lo- until long after. Yep. Until people started to protest and, mm-hmm. and ask for it, oh, now it's gonna be done. Like. If people just didn't protest and just rolled over, these kids would still be, they would still be working, just still be working, and that that that's the tragedy that I, that I, I, as far as the system is like is concerned, because obviously, I don't like to generalize. That's why, like you know, mm-hmm. stuff like racism, or something that I don't I don't really partake in, because I like to look at everyone as individuals. So mm-hmm. when I was looking at this as an individual standpoint, like. Those officers obviously was the ones that did the act. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say all cops are whatever. Mm-hmm. Or all white cops or anything. Whatever. Whoever, um, whoever did whatever. Yeah, I'm looking at these guys as... Needs to be held accountable for what they've done. But, all saying all that to say, the system has their part to play as well. Because mm-hmm. the fact that, that 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 they did what they did and they were allowed to get away with it for as long as they did mm-hmm. is, is showing that, the, okay, well, there's a, a flaw in the a flaw system. system. That, that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And then, so. of course, you know, People want to go about the whole, you know, the whole race thing. You know, you know, black people being slaughtered by you know law enforcement. You know, blah blah blah. And I, 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 it's, it's, it, it is something that's been going on for a long time and needs to be addressed. Um, but like, I find the race part of it. There is a part of there's, there's a, a part of the race thing. I feel feelings to be taken out. In the sense that, exactly what you just said, these individuals did something wrong. These individuals need to be held accountable. Every time we try to, to bring the whole race thing into it, it it it, it, it divides us as more than it brings us together. Is was there racist involved? Yes. Was this race related in some ways? It very well could be. Mm-hmm. But if you keep bringing, if you keep using that narrative to drive the point across or to, to get ratings like mm. news outlets are doing Click and stuff like that. Yeah. You're, 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 you're dividing us more than bringing us together. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what their race are. These men did something wrong. These men should be held accountable. And that's the way we need to be looking at things as opposed to playing the race card. Yes, there is racism. And racism is wrong. The fact that it's wrong is, is, is what we should be looking at. It's wrong. So if somebody does something wrong... It should be punished accordingly. Mm-hmm. You know. It should be just... It should be as cut and dry as that. In, in my opinion. I think the world would be better off using that. And I know there's a lot of... There's a lot of hurt black people that won't, wouldn't see that argument. And I'm not wrong. I'm, I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm not saying that they're wrong at all. They have, they. Everybody has their opinion on why they should feel the way they should feel. And they're absolutely correct for feeling the way they do. Because it, it is wrong. This, this whole racist thing has been going on long enough... I get it it's time for change it's time for change I, I, I'm 100% on board with that but I find that too many people are using that side of it to like they're acting like they're doing something good but they're they're more pushing the agenda hmm. and then I find it even more disgusting when I, when I kind of I'm, I'm, I'm seeing different footage of at the protest because you know the the protests. The, the media will show you, you know, all, all these black people looting, doing all this stuff. You know, and and it's, it's they're they are doing it. There's the the footage is there. It's it's wrong what they're doing, and you know, people are saying, oh, now it's you know, it's no longer about the the actual incident. Now it's about the the protest, and you know, they're looking at that side of things. But then I'm also seeing footage of protests being started by random people. Random people, that seemed like. I kind of feel like there's there's somebody there there is people that want to push the race agenda, and it's not just black people, it's not just white people, but there's people that that like the division of race mm. and they want to keep it and they going. want to keep it going. I say that to say that you know there there's i've I've seen footage of uh as a white man um well he he appears to be Caucasian, but he's wearing all black. You can't really see his skin color because he's completely wearing black, but you could see a little bit by his eyes area. He, he, you could, you could tell he was a white guy, and I think when he, when he speak, you could hear it. And he was randomly breaking windows, around by the protests, so people can loot the place for for stores, so people could loot. <clears throat> and it's like there were other protesters there, like asking him, "What is he like? What are you doing? Why, why are you breaking the windows?" You know what I mean? Like yeah, I guess they they caught him, and he was kind kind of trying to escape from them. And then I'm, I'm seeing also, not, not now I'm seeing other footages of of piles of bricks being placed near stores close to protests. Like, random just random piles of bricks. like. So it's like... What's really happening? Right? What's really happening? And the, the funny thing is, it's, it's always the same, like, because I've seen the footage as well of people. It's always people dressed in all black with their faces covered mm-hmm. that are clearly white that are doing some shit. Like, like I saw one with the, this, like... Two, like, teenagers, it seems like. Yeah, young, white, mm-hmm. Americans, whatever. Just spray painting. And this like, black lady was like, don't do that, because then they're going to say, we did that. And they're, they're, they were just they were just doing it. Yeah. the spray painting. hmm it, it, it was... It's interesting, but uh, to go back to John Jones, if you look at the people that he was stopping, those are two yep. Caucasian males mm-hmm. wearing all black with yep. spray with The spray. same thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's sick of it. He's like, nope. Like... This, this stop like he stopping it from his, from his, you know, perspective. From his perspective, because you know yeah. they can't beat him, so it's like you know, mm-hmm. cut mm-hmm. this shit out. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's always the same. Like there's a lot of footage of it of like uh, just, just people dressed in all black. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously some agenda of some group mm-hmm. to keep it going. To they, keep they, it going, they wanna. They want the the because the. Cause the there's peaceful way to protest, and obviously, and people are people are doing peaceful protests, and people are doing peaceful protests. But there's a group that once, wants to make it. Yeah, once not they, so peaceful. once they make it, and 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 it, it's been it's been, I've seen other areas where it's documented of you know people doing stuff like this, and I think it's I think they're trying. I don't know if they're they're trying to disrupt the protest, and I think unfortunately a lot of people aren't educated enough, enough or savvy enough to to see it happen and and, and put a stop partake, to yeah. not partake in it. Because obviously, you know, if you're protesting in an area and there's a lot of, it's a, it's a, a lot of um, retail stores there, and you know they're open now, you know, no one to stop you. There's a lot of people. A lot of there's a lot of temptation, and it's like, you know, it. it people aren't uh, aren't mentally aware of what's going on to to not partake in it. It's just like, you know, especially. Um, a lot of the people that are that are, that have the guts to protest sometimes are like in the low income areas or you know stuff like that, and they, you know, they're the ones that are most hurt by you know the, the whole race war because they're 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 the one that's feeling it the most in the low income areas and stuff like that. So that being said, they're not, they're not educated enough to not partake in 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 stealing and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and it's sad because it's like they're they're whoever is pushing this agenda is you know is is preying on that which in in a way however you want to look at it is, is it's kind of like the same thing that the cops are doing in a sense it's like you're you're preying on the lower income black uh, people like mm-hmm. whether you know you're killing them because you don't feel that their you know, their lives are worth anything or you're you're playing on their emotions to to riot and and cause you know chaos so it's i I think you know as you know as as and this is not just something for people of color. This is for everybody, because everybody wants everybody wants equality. Everybody wants peace. Any, anyone in are right, man. This is, this is what we want. So I, I feel like it's up to. I guess you could look at it as the educated versus the non-educated. Get you know if you're if you're gonna be part of these protests, you know, try to edu- educate your fellow man. Try to keep them away from these you know these chaos-driven. Uh, activities, yeah, you know, because I mean, I mean, obviously, this, I don't know who, who's all going to listen to this podcast. Maybe you're going to be part of a protest. Maybe you won't, you know. But if if it, if this does, if I, if if we could prevent some ounce of chaos, I feel we could use our platform to do that. I, I, whoever it reaches, it reaches. I'm not saying you know it, it will, but whatever. Yeah. Don't don't be part of the, the chaos. I mean, the gathering in numbers with us with 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 a unified voice, is enough to gather attention. It doesn't need to have the chaos on top of it. Like you don't you need to. We don't need to burn down precincts. Oh, and I also saw. Yeah, you know, I mean, whatever. I've seen people also, um, white people. I, I, this one was actually I've actually seen like it was, obviously white people. They had like um, wood frames and they were putting putting them against um buildings, to start the fires to start fires. You know, um, again, we don't know who's pushing this agenda. I can't say it's oh, oh it's white people, oh, it's you know, it's KKK or we, we don't know who these people are. you know We don't know what their agenda is. I'm not one to point fingers or blame or say, "Oh, it's you know Illuminati, but all this all this I'm not, I'm not I'm not going on it, it, it could very well be it, <laughs> uh, there's no way I could prove this thing. We just know that there's people doing this. There's enough evidence there's it. enough evidence of people actually doing this. So if you're gonna be part of protest, do it the right way. Cause it could be done the right. I've seen what 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 actually made me uh happy to see was like people in high powers protesting. Mm-hmm. Going down with the common man, standing shoulder to shoulder with the common man protesting. Mm-hmm. Like Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. He took him and most of the Dallas Mavericks that they aren't, even from this country, like, I don't know if anybody knows anything about the NBA and Dallas Mavericks. They're, they're probably the most international team in the NBA. So you have people like JJ Barea, who's Puerto Rican. You have Maxi Kleba, who's from Germany. You have, um, I saw um, Dwight Powell, who I think is Canadian. Um, you know, all these international players protesting, you know, shoulder to shoulder with, you know, the common man. And mm-hmm. that's that's the right way to do it. Hundred percent. You know, not starting fires or anything, but standing shoulder to shoulder, like yeah, we are with you on this, mm-hmm. on what's happening. That's the way to do it. That's that's. I think that's the way you could use your people of, of, of power. power can use, use your, your use your platform, use your influence. I mean, it's one thing to 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 speak on social media because that's easy and that's comfortable. But actually going down there and standing, we with, you know. Shoulder to shoulder, I think it's it's a powerful thing. And It sends a message. It sends a message as well. Yep. Enough is enough. Something needs to be done. And, and there are also some other good that came out of it too because there, there are people that are savvy to these things. We just talked about it and there are people that are like preventing it. Like I've, I've seen people like prevent stores from being broken into. Like they were stopping crowds like no we're not going to allow you to pass over them. And I saw like one uh, there was an image of an officer that got away from his group and a bunch of uh, people wanted to beat him. Mm-hmm. And some protesters were like no like it's not where not had to, to, to start killing cops all of a sudden. No. Exactly. Cause that's, and the, like, the cop was by himself and he was surrounded by protesters that were stopping other protesters from beating him. So stuff like that it just goes to show like, yes, like, there is a right way to do it. There's a right way to do it. A lot of people like to... There's always this agenda like in the black community like and all these different stereotypes about us being, you know... Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, uh you know, like we're... Not savvy, like we're you know aggressive and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's because a lot of these people, these protesters, were black, mm-hmm. preventing people from breaking into people. You know, mm-hmm. the narrative would be like, oh, you know, all black people are breaking and stealing and all exactly. that. Exactly. Uh, it just goes to show that we're, 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 we're we are human beings too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there are there, there it, it, it comes to uh, educate, educated versus non-educated. Yeah. You know, obviously intelligent people, you know, that are protesting would would not would know that beating that cop would not be the right thing to do. Exactly, because he would have probably gotten killed. Yeah, without question. There's, there's more than enough people there that could, that would easily kill him. So yeah, I mean that whole situation. I mean, I guess there is, there is some. It, it's, it's not. The people are wondering, you know, is, is the protest enough to, to, to bring about change? You know, because obviously, if, if the protest didn't happen, these guys wouldn't have been brought to justice. Which thankfully they have been mm-hmm. you know i mean the the people protest and the the people have been brought to justice but i think only the one cop has been mm-hmm. there's now talks of like bringing the other guy the other cops to to justice, to justice as well cuz they 100%. they are they all should be held accountable they're all accessory to murder Re- regardless of what race you are they're all you know need to be held accountable and i think that's that's what needs to be done you know there's There's all this talk about you know I don't know if you heard about The the Seven They were trying to This whole blackout thing Where no black people Spend any money For the I mean That's great and all And I'm I might take part I don't know It's It's whatever It it does It does send a message But I think You know I I think accountability is, is, Is more Yeah What needs to take place Like if something is wrong Obviously the protest Did something The protesting got got the result that we wanted now it came with a lot of extra bad but it did get the result we wanted yeah. so I, I think moving forward something wrong happens we should we, we should peaceful protest and, and demand action you know mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. and it, it, there needs to we we to start holding people accountable it, it needs to be all about accountability which is true which, which is the way but a lot of the frustration also comes from like why do we have to go through so much just to get justice mm-hmm. when someone else doesn't have to do that? True. Which, which, which that, is the issue. Which that, which that is the underlying problem. Which is what. Wh- which is why I think people need to address uh, the the system. Mm-hmm. Not so much you know race. Not so much you know. I mean, yes, individual situations. Yes, because you know they're all they're all different. They're all individual. But there's a there's a, a problem with uh, the system where uh, that needs to be addressed, to where everyone's holding at uh, the same accountability. One hundred percent. If I commit a murder you know, I'm supposed to pay for my, you know, for Mm -hmm. my crimes. Yes. Doesn't matter if I'm a lawyer, a doctor, cop, a cop, whatever. As an American citizen, if I commit a crime, I'm I'm doing the time. Mm -hmm. That's the way it should be across the board. And that's, I think, the message that should be pushed more than anything else. Yeah. One hundred percent. But, yeah. But hopefully things get, um, resolved and we see more change and we can, you know, be proud to be you know American again right <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it's, it's tough times definitely tough times but guys whatever the situation just uh, be, be good to each other you know stay safe out there if you are going to protest um, but protest peacefully of course you know take care of each other because at the end of the day we're, we're all we have we're all we got so be good be safe a boys out we